beyond committing to the process of education, reading books, the audible, the podcast. So, you know, this is now, uh, say, September, you know, August and September of 19. And I said to myself, I better just start looking at properties. So I got the computer out, I hit the MLS, I started circling, uh, you know, uh, cash, what I thought would be cash flow and properties. And my partner and I, we just went out and we started looking and we started making offers. And he's a smart dude. He's in, he's in real estate and I'm a pretty squared away guy, right? So we had our what a year 2020 was 2021 is here and i hope you're hitting the ground running i know we are here at dwelling we've just got a deal on the contract we're going to be closing on soon for those that have joined us on that deal um you know what i'm talking about if you are saying what am i talking about then you need to take your investing game to the next level in this year so make sure you join the dwelling deal list an exclusive deal list um, not only do you get access to our deals quickly but you also get tips and tricks about you know how you can take your, your investing game to the next level this year so if you are not on the dwelling deal list click on the link in the show notes or just go to dwelling.com um, that's dw e-l-l-y-n-n.com or just go to investwithola.com and just sign up sign up sign up sign up thank you so much for joining us on the dwelling show i'm your host ola dantes i've got an incredible guest with us today tim loins hey tim how you doing i'm doing great ola thank you for having me on your show today yeah, cannot wait to jump into your story. Um, you, you're doing a lot, so I can't wait. Love to hear this kind of story. So let's let's start from the beginning. Like, just tell the folks a little bit more about where you are and kind of what you've been doing lately, and you know, kind of maybe the deals you're working on as well. Um, be curious to hear. Love that. to. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, I'm a uh, I'm a 39 year old father of three little girls, 10, seven and two, and I've uh, been a New York City firefighter for 16 years. And I can tell you, I don't know what job is harder, being a firefighter um, in New York City or being a dad of three little girls. But you know what? Life is great. So um, anyway, so, yeah, so I've been doing that for 16 years. And then for a while, I was an ER nurse on the side. A lot of firefighters have side jobs because, you know, um, like, for example, in New York City, we work 24 hour shifts and then we have three or four days off. So a lot of guys are in contracting or heating and plumbing or, you know, uh, all sorts of stuff. I mean, guys have amazing, amazing uh, side jobs. Um, so, you know, I uh, back in college, I was pre-med for about 15 minutes before I joined a fraternity. And, uh, you know, uh, a couple of guys that I worked with were nurses, so they convinced me to go to nursing school. And I kind of had a knack for that anyway. Uh, so there I was going back to school, working full time, getting married, having babies. And, you know, when my, my, my first child was born, my wife got to stay home for like uh, a year or two. And, you know, I was working and I, I, I like to work and I'm a hard worker. And, um, life was good right I had no complaints but now fast forward 10 years and uh you know now my kids are older and they i'm coaching their lacrosse games and basketball teams and you know and i'm always kind of at work and I'm, i found myself working 70 80 90 hours a week and you know my family started feeling it and uh, when they couldn't talk it was no problem uh, even though i missed them terribly um it wasn't as if they told me they missed me as well uh, but you know, like, I think my family started feeling the W2 grind and I, I started to feel it too, even though I had fulfilling careers 
and the bills were paid and we had two vacations a year and money going into the retirement accounts. I mean, I really wasn't um, asking for much more, except that I, my, my quality of life seemed to be not where I wanted it to be. And, you know, like so many other stories I've heard in real estate, you know, it's kind of like having that inflection point of what else can I be doing? and not just staying in the same lane until you hit retirement at 65 and say, you know what, I should have investigated in investing in real estate when I was in my 30s or 20s or whatever. So um, that's what I did. I always had an interest in real estate. Um, I've been reading the Wall Street Journal since I've been in college and kind of always kind of kept my finger on the market. But listen, I was a, a blue collar, blue collar firefighter. Uh, it wasn't like I was uh, crushing the cash game, right? Um, so I always had that limiting belief that I couldn't get involved in real estate until someday. And I can't tell you when someday was, but it was always someday in the future. And uh, it really took, you know, um, setting my mind to it, getting educated, getting myself into meetup groups, uh, surrounding myself with other like-minded people that I started to feel like it was possible. So um, I, I had been a diligent saver and, um, you know, when I decided to invest in real estate, I still know where I was. I was on the beach in the Outer Banks, North Carolina on a family vacation. I finished reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad in two days flat. And I turned to my wife and I said, Christina, I am going to be a real estate investor. And she knows that I'm always on to the next thing. So she's like, yeah, you know, Tim, sure you are. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you say, pal. Um, and that was summer of 19. By November of 19, I was closing on my first three family rental property. Wow. So a friend and uh, yeah, a friend and I, we, we partnered. I think we were both kind of scared a little bit and nervous. I pulled the trigger, right? Um, and that's, you know, when people ask me the hardest part about real estate investing, it's always, always, always taking action, taking that first step. And um, I'm going to throw it back to you to see if you want to unpack any of that. But yeah, we got started November of 19 with a three family. And uh, I'd be more than happy to kind of tell you where that kind of went from there. Yeah, no, I mean, there's so many things that you said that I, I would love to touch on. And I was nodding and, and smiling and laughing in the background um, as you were talking. Didn't want to obviously interrupt your flow. But I mean, I, like, I mean, what you said about the, you know, your daughter, I have two daughters too, so I can somehow relate, right? That one of them is talking for the other one is not talking. But I can tell, like, when I get home, they're excited. So I can relate to a lot of the, the things that you mentioned. And you know, just the fact that you thought about those things and then now you're buying it, you're buying deals. You're, I mean, just, you just mentioned to me before we started recording, you're causing a bigger deal as well. And I want folks to folks that are listening to this to make that connection, right? You were a firefighter, you also worked at the ER nurse. Now you're doing this. So it's, you can't make that transition. Now, my question is though, Tim, is you were on the beach, you made that kind of decision, right? I'm going to do this. But what did you then do tactically to allow you to actually start investing? Like, what is that? Was it a coach? Like, what is that tactic thing? Somebody listening to it and go, well, I want to do that thing. Like, what did you really do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a couple of things. It's a, it's a combination. And I think everybody finds the combination that works for them in different ways. Uh, but I'll tell you how it worked for me. Uh, reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad was an eye-opening experience. And I know so many real estate investors have that same type of sentiment towards that book and Robert Kiyosaki and his Rich Dad advisors, right? Um, so, you know, that was summer of 19. And literally from that day forward, 
I didn't listen to one more song, no, no more top 40 hits on the radio, no more Pandora, no more Spotify. It was strictly content only. And it was, you know, it got started with bigger pockets, like so many other people. And I just started all the way back at episode one and I hit play. So um, it was a couple of podcasts. It was bigger pockets. It was, it was Keith Weinhold and get rich education. It was Michael Blanc. Uh, it was Jake and Gino. It was, uh, I mean, there's so, so many um, podcasts and I just started taking in the content. And then if people mentioned books on a podcast, I would download the book on audible and listen to it at two speed, you know, so I can get through more content in a shorter amount of time. Um, I started waking up at 5 a.m. And because, you know, getting some work done or some content in, you know, while my girls were sleeping uh, before school meant everything to me because where else can you find the time sometimes in a busy W-2 family life to take in content that's not, you know, Mickey Mouse or, you know, something like that, right? So um, it was a combination of early on committing to the process of education, reading books, the audible, the podcast. So, you know, this is now, uh, say, September, you know, August and September of 19. And I said to myself, I better just start looking at properties. So I got the computer out. I hit the MLS. I started circling, uh, you know, uh, cash, what I thought would be cash flowing properties. And my partner and I, we just went out and we started looking and we started making offers. And he's a smart dude. He's in, he's in real estate and I'm a pretty squared away guy, right? So we had our our paperwork in order and we started talking to brokers and to mortgage people and getting pre-approved and all of a sudden we found this property and we just knew this was the one and we negotiated the price it was a two hundred seventy six thousand dollar purchase price and it was cash flowing at the time thirty two hundred a month we had to renovate the first floor unit the other two units were going to be uh occupied with the same uh renters and we got to work and I'm not a really handy guy, but I made it happen, right? We put in uh, LVT floor, flooring, we painted the place, we put light fixtures in, um, you know, we made it um, a nicer, newer unit, uh, more functional unit. We updated, you know, the smoke detectors, like all these little things, right? And, you know, we just made it happen. And then all of a sudden we put it out there and it rented within a week and boom, now we're cash flowing. and. You know, after a couple of months, we got our tax return back and we did a little better on our taxes. So now my wife is bought in a little bit more because my wife is great. I love her. Christina, I love you. But she didn't want any part of, the, you know, material participation in the Lions family real estate game. Um, but she supported me and she was with me. And, and, you know, at the time, I'm still a firefighter and I'm still a nurse. And I'm working overtime and I'm coaching kids games and I'm painting at night until all hours of the night. And she was like, you know, Tim, I thought this was going to be like passive income. Uh, yet you're at this rental property mowing the lawn, painting, you know, this, that, the other thing. And, you know, it was kind of like I was going through the process and I was in, in, entrenched in the, in the podcast and I knew what was possible. And I kept on, you know, kind of telling her what it was po kind of possible. Um, but I can see from her end, it was like, well, all I know is that you're not home a lot more now. Um, so it made me think, I, I got to start to think in, you know, January, February of 2020, like maybe I should look into, you know, multifamily, right? More doors under one roof, uh, but the same kind of game, right? Um, but I was worried. I was nervous. Spreadsheets and cap rates and NOI and expenses and profit and loss statements and T12s and all these things. And I'm like, I don't even know what they're talking about. 
Um, and I don't know that I have the time to even dive into it, but I was persistent, right? Um, reading books again, now making the pivot to multifamily. And the one underlying theme was that if you're a W-2 guy or girl and you know, you want to get into multifamily, there's a couple of different ways you can do it. You can either go to work with somebody that's doing the process that you want to do that is successful and work for them for free and underwrite deals and go mow the lawn and go get the coffee while you're at it. Um, you know, but working two jobs and having a gaggle of kids, I didn't think that was going to work. Right. So then there's an, another option, which is coaching and mentoring and you have to pay for it. Um, so I'm a pretty conservative guy with money and I didn't know that I was going to come out of pocket to pay somebody to coach me through the process because yeah, I always joke about this on other podcasts that uh, being from the New York City metropolitan area, I think I was born like other New Yorkers with a healthy dose of skepticism baked directly into our DNA. And I didn't know that there was going to be a return on investment. So coaching, right? So I, I was skeptical. I didn't know if I was going to do it. But I started asking the questions. I started talking to other students. I started to, and, and, and investigating these programs. And the more I investigated, the more I felt like I had to do it. So I investigated a bunch of programs and I finally found the one that works for me. It was Jake and Gino, uh, Jake Stenziano and Gino Barbaro. They're just uh, tremendous, tremendous people. They had such a, uh, a cool culture, a cool community. Everybody um, is just so supportive of one another. I can't even speak enough about it. And really, that was March of 2020, right when COVID is ramping up. So crazy thing happened. I talked to Christina. We, we decided that Jake and Gino is going to be our ticket to multifamily, and we jump right in. Well, three weeks later, the plan was for me to work while the girls were in school. Three weeks later, we're doing homeschool five days a week because COVID comes to town, right? Um, and at the same time, I work in a very poor neighborhood in New York City uh, with a lot of immigrants and there's a lot of people kind of um, living together in a one bedroom apartment that might be two or three families. Um, so COVID spread like wildfire in that neighborhood. And I was doing CPR with my crew nonstop for 24 hours a day. It was insane. And at the time I had a brand new baby and my wife and I sat together, you know, during those first few weeks and said, you know, you know, should we even, should I, should I be living here? You know, so I made a decision to move into my mother-in-law's house. She moved into my house. And for nine weeks about, I just studied multifamily. I did nothing but Jake and Gino education. I started making my phone calls, my broker phone calls, my lending phone calls, direct to owner. I was highly, highly engaged. And, um, you know, through relationships, I was invited onto, you know, a syndication deal with my coach. Um, gave me an opportunity of a lifetime. That's how I got into syndication. So I didn't even come into Jake and Gino thinking I was going to do syndication, uh, which is nothing more than a, a group investment taking down a bigger, larger property, right? Um, I wanted to do a five or a 10 or a 20 unit property. Uh, but here I was now through relationships. I'm doing, um, I'm, I'm on the general partnership team of a, of a 43 unit syndication. Um, and then the law of the first deal kicks in and uh, we do the first deal. And now we do the second deal and now I'm putting out blog posts and now I'm doing social media and now I'm talking on podcasts and, you know, I'll throw it back to you to comment on it, but you know, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I think you're, you're doing all the right things. And I just think really making that connection from, you know, 
having a day job and then now trying to make that transition fully. Um, and, and those are the things, those are the things you're, you're doing are the right things that you're supposed to do. So I, I really love that. Um, you know, but I, I mean, I would keep, I would love to keep going on and on, but we're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick round because I got to be quick questions, quick answer. You ready, sir? I'm ready, baby. Hit me. All right. First question. <laughs> what makes your team unique? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next guy or the next girl? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, you kind of, you kind of get what you see right here. You know, the authentic, authenticity, um, I'm nothing more than really a, uh, a blue collar, New York city firefighter, ER nurse in the trench. That's where I love to be. I love to be in the room when things go south. Hmm. Um, and when I got into the real estate game, um, that's where I love to be. I'm passionate. I want to bring 110% uh, to my investors, which are my family and friends to, to start with, right? Um, and I want to do good deals. I want to do, I want to build wealth for my family. And, uh, you know, it's that authentic Tim that, that comes to the table every day. I love it. I love it. You mentioned you like downloading books after books, reading at 2x speed. What was the last book that you read? And what was the one thing you picked up from that book? Oh, um, it's got to be, it's got to be uh, Don Miller's story brand. Um, anything by Don Miller, by the way, is just absolute gold. If you're an entrepreneur, real estate or otherwise, um, it behooves you to to get all over that book. Um, so I listened to it first and I loved it so much. I hit play again uh, that I bought the book and I, I've referenced it multiple times. It's uh, it's about bringing your, your customers, your investors, it's about them. It's bringing them on the journey. It's not about you as the as the uh, business owner or the syndicator or the uh, you know the lead investor. Um, it's just a, a tremendous, tremendous way to, to approach business and to approach investors. Interesting. So you're busy. You've got a lot going on. What do you do for fun? I work from home now. I gave up the nursing gig uh, as soon as I got, as soon as COVID hit, I gave up the nursing gig and I, I've been doing Cityside Capital and uh, real estate, uh, you know, from home. Um, I play with the kids. I drop them at school. I pick them up. Um, I love my family. We just put a pool in the backyard. So it's summertime right now. Um, we are, you know, doing that kind of stuff um, and uh, do a little CrossFit. Um, can't say that I'm going to be the biggest, strongest person that ever did CrossFit, but it's good because we get to do different workouts and uh, uh, it just keeps it really fun. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super glad. That, that's fantastic. If there's somebody listening um, in or watching and saying, hey, um, we like this tip guy, how can we get you know, with you, connect with you, get to know you more? Yeah, absolutely. You can just come to the website. It's citysidecap.com. Uh, so that's C-I-T-Y-S-I-D-E-C-A-P.com. Uh, I was blessed and grateful to be a part of a uh, book with some celebrity authorities. Uh, it's called Bringing Value, Solving Problems, and Leading a Legacy. You can download a free PDF copy uh, right on the front page of the website. Um, and you can set up a call anytime. I take uh, everybody's call. I love to connect with people. So um, yeah, stop on by. Love it. Thank you so much, Tim. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Likewise, thank you so much. You may have heard the phrase, there are a thousand ways to make a thousand dollars in real estate. Well, now you can actually tune into the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast with over a thousand, believe it, or a thousand podcasts and still going. The best real estate investing advice ever show 
is hosted by a very good friend of mine, Joe Fellers. Joe talks to influential thought leaders. We share the best advice ever with none of the fluff. You've got to check this stuff out. So listen and subscribe at bestevershow.com. That's bestevershow.com.